0: I'm Julie Beckham, the financial education officer at Rockland Trust, and this is the No Shame in This Money Game's Mini Money Minutes. Why Mini Money Minutes? First of all, you're busy, and you want your info fast. Secondly, anthropologists say that we actually derive satisfaction from many things because we see them as less threatening. So if we are less threatened by many things, and many things can actually make us happy, what if we learn about money through Mini Money Minutes? Let's go. Okay, hold on to your hats because this is a tricky one. APRs and APYs. You see these acronyms on signs, hear them at the end of radio ads, or notice them on your credit card or bank statements. They're mistakenly interchanged and misused all the time by consumers. That's you and me. But they actually mean two totally different things. So let's start with APRs. APR stands for annual percentage rate. Seems easy enough, right? An APR represents the cost you pay each year to borrow money, and here's the important part, including fees. People get APR and interest rates confused, but the difference is that APRs incorporate the cost of fees. Everyone knows that borrowing money to buy a house, a car, or even to use your credit card comes at a cost, but that cost is often more than just the interest rate charged. Fees that come with processing the loan add up, so in order to determine the actual cost of the loan, including fees, an annual percentage rate, or APR, is calculated. The reason you see this acronym a lot is that there are federal laws in place that require that APRs are disclosed on loans so that consumers, again, you and me, can see the total cost of the loan, not just the interest rate. Because APR is a broader measure of the cost of borrowing money than the interest rate, your APR is usually higher than your interest rate. So instead of focusing solely on interest rates when shopping for a loan or credit card, take note and compare the APRs. When it comes to APRs, a lower one is a better one. Moving on to APYs. APY stands for annual percentage yield and represents the rate you earn on a savings or investment account over a year, including compound interest. Like APRs, APYs also calculate a more accurate percentage than just interest rates, and that's because of the fact that they incorporate compound interest, which, depending on the account, can compound yearly, quarterly, monthly, or daily. When an investment compounds more often, you earn interest on the interest you earn, which can add up, So when evaluating your savings or investment vehicles, looking at the APY and not just the interest rate is a more meaningful calculation of your earnings. And unlike an APR, for APY, bigger is better. So in summary, the thing that APRs and APYs have in common is that they both calculate more accurate rates, but they measure completely different things and have different purposes. Do you forget which is which already? Need a way to remember? Okay, here you go. APR is something you need to look at when you are racking up debt. See what I did there? APR, racking up debt. And APY is for when you think about why compound interest is so cool and it's important to save. Okay, you might be rolling your eyes now, but you know this is going to help you remember APRs and APYs. The No Shame in This Money Game podcast will return with more bite-sized mini money minutes. Until then, keep listening and keep learning with Rockland Trust, member FDIC, the bank where each relationship matters because we want you to have a healthy relationship with money at any age.